I don't know about you, but I definitely struggle with fear and self-doubt from time to time. Listen to my conversation with certified mindset coach, Laura Prescott on the power of an adventure mindset and how it can flip the script on our fears and doubts on this episode of the Enough Already podcast. And welcome to the Enough Already podcast. This is the show for consultants and coaches who want to forge their own paths to success in their businesses and their careers and their lives. I'm your host, Betsy Jordan. I'm a business mentor and I'm a brand messaging strategist for remarkable consultants and coaches and their unique strengths. You can find out more about my VIP mentoring, messaging, and personal branding services at my website at www.betsyjordan.com. So let's talk about fear for a second. Have you ever felt paralyzed by fear, self-doubt as you stand on the brink of like, let's say leaving your corporate job and starting your own business or taking your success to the next level? You are not alone. So recently I read like 70% of entrepreneurs struggle with self-doubt. I almost think that it might be a lot higher, which creates opportunities where we're actually missing opportunities and stunted growth. So it's time to turn this around. And I'm not just talking about shifting your mindset into a growth mindset or even a learning mindset. I'm talking about an adventure mindset, which to me sounds a lot more fun. And so it's for this reason, I'm super excited to bring onto the show, Laura Prescott. She is the founder of Wild Woman Coaching, which is all about helping people live more adventurous and fulfilling lives. And she's all about redefining what it does it mean to set goals and achieve them? Because she wants to turn that whole process into something exciting and fun and where you can enjoy the journey, if not more than the destination. So without further ado, I'm super excited to welcome Laura to the show. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So before we get into all the details around Adventure Mindset, which I definitely want to do, I would love to talk a little bit more about your background. So you have a very unique entrepreneurial story. So you started out as a very different type of entrepreneur who wound up in the mindset coaching world. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So I think probably what you're referring to is my background as a hairstylist. Yes. Um, I went to beauty school right out of high school. Um, I, you know, high school is just like not really my thing. I by the end of it, I was pretty over education in general. Um, really just wanted to like get my life going, took an interest in hair, um, kind of at, toward the end of high school. And that seemed like my, uh, path forward. And so I went to beauty school at age 18, graduated at 19, started at a pretty high-end salon up in Boulder, um, when I was 19, worked there for probably, I don't know, a couple of years. Um, and I, I just got really lucky starting at that salon. There was a lot of really great education. I was able to take not only, um, styling classes, but education classes around business mindset, uh, building my clientele, just like interacting with the humans, which is not something that I learned at all in beauty school. Uh, so that was really exciting for me, really fun to learn, not just about how to do hair really well, which is what I was learning, uh, but also how to just interact with clients, how to make people feel seen, heard, valued, like their time in my chair was more than just a quickie haircut. Uh, and so I don't think I really realized it at the time, how much I enjoyed that part. Um, 
I think there's a lot I probably didn't notice at 19. I was just kind of like going along with things. And so I worked at that salon for a couple of years and went off and opened one of those like sweet salons. So that was my first step into running my own business. I built my own website. I did Google ads. This was, you know, as kind of Facebook was getting started. I don't think Facebook ads were a thing back then. So it was very much like organic marketing. So I built my business um, pretty solid there, actually. Stayed there for a couple of years. And then my husband, uh, now husband, boyfriend at the time, had the bright idea to move to California, to LA for a couple of years. And I guess the plan wasn't at the time a couple of years, but that's what it ended up being. So we moved out there and I got a job as a hairstylist at a, um, again, a pretty great salon. And he was working first in the entertainment industry and then decided that was a no-go. And um, again, just learned a lot in the salon space about people, about relationships, kind of not at like the top of mind. Um, but I remember, you know, the salon owners that I worked for were always encouraging personal development. They were always having us read books or hold workshops. And again, I don't think I really noticed like, oh, I love this personal growth aspect. I was just kind of like living paycheck to paycheck and struggling along as one does in LA. But looking back now, I really see like, oh, that makes so much sense as a stepping stone on my path that I wasn't even really aware of that I was stepping on. Uh, so fast forward to moving to Colorado, back to Colorado, um, spent a couple of years in LA and that was, that was enough for me and moved back here, started working at yet another salon and you know, same thing, always really enjoyed those conversations with clients and like loved getting to know people, loved feeling like I was, you know, an, an outlet for people, a support system in a really different way. A, a therapist instead of a therapist, yeah. instead of a hairstylist, you go on, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, a therapist. I mean, I had clients tell me that and there was something unique about my relationship. I knew these people so well, but I didn't necessarily know anyone else in their lives. And so there was this trust factor of like, I can tell you anything and not worry that it's going to get around. I mean, of course I had a few clients that were like, yeah, I refer all of my friends to you, but most of them, I didn't know anybody else in their lives. And so they come to me and they can tell me anything without fear of it getting back to somebody or, um, yeah, it was just, it totally was therapy. And I didn't really, again, I don't think I really noticed it. I just thought like, this is part of the deal. And then 2020 happened mm -hmm. and we were shut down, you know, kind of, it felt so out of the blue. I mean, it was for sure. Uh, it was like one day we're working and the next day we're like, oh, we're not going to work for two weeks, which turned into seven weeks. And during that seven weeks, uh, my husband was the one who kind of planted the seed for me around like, Hey, this could be a really, a really, you know, good opportunity for you to do something different. If you want to like, take this opportunity that is put in front of you of like not being able to work in that space and just see if something else calls to you. And I remember at first being 
okay, so side story, I've, I've been really interested in like the hero's journey lately. That's um, my obsession. I'm, I'm writing the book it? on, I'm marketing it right, right now in the middle of a book on writing the book on the mid, the heroic journey of the mid-career entrepreneur. That's no why. Way. That's my obsession too. This see, I knew there was another reason why I was supposed to have you on the show. Go on, go on. Totally. So I like thinking back to it now, I'm like, oh, that was my like call to adventure. And at yes. first I refused the call, right? I was like, no, this can't be the right time to do something like this. There's no way, you know, at the brink of a pandemic is the right time to make a a change like that. And then, you know, that summer happened and I wasn't able to be in the salon as much just because I worked in a really small space and we were kind of sharing schedules because we were so, um, you know, limited as to the amount of people that could be in the salon space. And so I ended up with a lot more time off over the summer than I normally would. And I was spending all this time outside and hiking and backpacking and yeah, I think looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, that's how that, it's like, I refused the call. And then I kind of tiptoed my way into like, well, let me embrace this moment and see what that is. And it was really, so much of it was that summer having conversations with my clients. You know, I'd go off and do these big backpacking trips solo. And then I'd come back and so many of my clients, especially women were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you can do that. I can't believe you have all this courage and confidence. And that was kind of where I think the hair started flipping a little bit to more like, oh, it's the people. I want to be having more of these conversations. Like, forget the hair. Let's talk about why you don't have the courage or the confidence, like what you think you need to go out and do. You know, first it was like backpacking, hiking, but then I opened my mind to like anything career change, you know, dating relationship goals. Like, let's talk about what it is that's holding you back from those adventures. Um, and so that was kind of the tipping point for me, right. Where it was like hair with a little bit of, I love the people to like, I love the people so much and I want to be a support system for them. And at the time it was like, okay, I can do hair, but let me start thinking about how I can do this in a way that isn't like backdoor, like, oh, you come get a haircut and you get a little bit of support and advice versus like, this is what you're coming to me for is that support and encouragement and, you know, kind of deeper work. So uh, there's so many th ways that we're going to go into <laughs> this conversation based on what you just talked about. What I love about the first part of what you're talking about is that there is like that two part of your expertise, like formally you knew how to do hair. But then it's like discovering, like, as you were doing hair, there's like this whole other part of you that you were developing, you know, that there's this other expertise around helping, coaching, guiding, advising, and just like being really present with the clients that you had. And you started to trust that. So was that part of like your call was, is like, no, I'm supposed to really build something around this. And that's what you refused or was it something else? Like, what would you, is that the call? The call to adventure for you is like, I just need to build a business around this part of my expertise, but then that's what you refused. Yeah. So I think it was more broad than that. It was more around like my call to adventure was a career change in general. And I think I had a little bit of that mindset around, you know, like I've worked in this industry forever. It's what I know. It's what I'm good at. It's enough for me. It is satisfying. I like it. 
well enough? Like, why would I change this? Yes. And so that was my first refusal. I was like, no, this is, this is good enough. And then I kind of, I think I heard myself somewhere in there again, not super consciously, but I heard myself say that. And I think if I, if I know, you know, five years ago, me four years ago, I don't know what year it is anymore. Um, <laughs> I, I know, I think that's probably most of us. Yeah. I know probably as soon as I said like, oh, this is enough for me is when I was like, oh, that's not, or like, it's good enough. Right. I, I, I think hearing that from myself is the moment where I was like, oh, that's not how I want to live my life though. It's just good enough. Right. So I think it was the, the moment, right. Where it's like, oh, I just said it. I said, well, this is good enough. And as soon yes. as it's out loud, it's like, well, okay, I guess there it is out on the table. I don't want to live my life as good enough. You know, I really think that career crossroads, like true career crossroads are not between like this job or this job. It's between my authentic self and the person that everybody expects or who I expect myself to be. And that's why I think it's so much more challenging than just going out and getting another job. Like you could have went to a different different salon, you could have created and rejiggied it in some way that made it make sense with, you know, hairstyling. But the heroic journey was like, no, this is more authentically me just because you fell into hairdressing. And that's something that you, you're going to carry a lot of the transferable skills forward. It's letting go of that expectation. That was the hardest thing for me when I left Disney to start my own business is initially I started a consulting business, but my interest in branding and helping people understand their identity and their purpose and all that kind of stuff, that part is what I ultimately wanted to do. And for a long time, I'm like, well, that's brand X. You know, when I get all my crap together, I'm going to go with brand X. And it took forever to just accept that calling. No, brand X is plan A. You know, it's not something out there. That's really difficult. So, so you've made that big decision. But then the way that you shaped your your coaching practice. So you're a mindset coach, but you organize it around this adventure mindset and doing, um, helping other women going on trails. Like how did you come up with that particular concept? Yeah. So backing up a tiny bit, I love what you just said. And it kind of makes me think that I think the obvious jump for me, and I, I had a lot of people say this would have been becoming a coach for hairstylists. Right. Like yes. that would have been really obvious, like, okay, you can still keep this part and move it over here and kind of stay in a little bit of that comfort safety zone. And again, I think for me, that just didn't, it didn't land for what I wanted to be doing. Um, yeah. And so, okay. Getting back to your question now though, of how that adventure mindset piece made its way. Um, so when I, when I finally started, started answer, answering that call to adventure, right? I had the moment of like, I had the refusal and then I had that seed planted. The first place I went to was just like, what am I interested in? And, you know, at that time, think back, it was like March, April, 2020, um, which is around the time that I'm planning my garden and all of that. And so that was my first thought is like, well, I really like gardening. And so I looked into like horticulture careers and all of that. And I was like, oh, that's not a fit. Um, and then it was this outdoor space. I was like, well, I've gotten really into hiking in the last, you know, eight or 10 years. Love being outside. Um, you know, love climbing all the, all the 14ers and the peaks in Colorado and all of that stuff. 
maybe that's it. And so I took some classes at, at one of the community colleges here around outdoor leadership and education, and they were so fun. But it also, I think that experience made me really realize that like, it's not really the outdoor part that I'm most interested in. It really is those like behind the scenes, courage, confidence, curiosity, like relationship with self that allows you to embark on those adventures. So I think that was my first, first little moment. And it was actually my sister-in-law who suggested to me, like, maybe you want to be a coach. And I was like, oh, I don't really know what that would look like. And I still distinctly remember sitting on her patio, you know, sometime during that summer talking about like, yeah, I do want to help people get there. I don't necessarily want to be the one guiding them on the trail or on the, you know, backpacking trip. I want to be the one facilitating their courage, helping them see that part of themselves. And then maybe doing the research to get them out on whatever adventure it is that calls to them. And so kind of, you know, simultaneously, I, I signed up for coach certification, which was a six month program. And um, somewhere in there, I think it was one of the backpacking trips I had taken over the summer. I ended up on part of the Colorado trail without even really realizing it. And I had a couple conversations with people hiking and they're like, oh yeah, we're through hiking the Colorado trail. It's like, what's that? And so that planted a little seed for me. And so by the time I started uh, coach certification in the fall, I think if I remember correctly, I'm always trying to like, what was the order of things? Um, but if I remember correctly, that was around the time that I was like, okay, I really want to hike the Colorado trail also. So that's my next summer goal. And so through that six months of certification and training for the Colorado Trail, that was really my moment of like, I got to do that mindset training for my hike in real time. You know, every week I was getting coached, I was coaching in my certification, and I started to really see how the mindset work plays a part in any goal you set for yourself. And so yeah, take a couple of steps forward from there. I finished certification. I took myself on this hike. And for me, it really was like, it was celebration. It was a clean break. I really, I had decided that I was going to leave the salon a hundred percent, start this new career path, just because I didn't want to be tempted to kind of like, I'll just do hair. Right. I just didn't want to be tempted with that. And I wanted an identity shift of like, this is who I am. Um, and so it just felt like this perfect timing of leaving the salon, taking a month to through hike. And at that point, I hadn't really thought about like the adventure mindset piece just yet. It was still just like general mindset coaching. And then it was, I think it was probably, I remember exactly where I was actually. I remember the lake I was hiking past when I, you know, I was on this hike hiking 18 miles a day, so much time to think. And somewhere in there, my brain took me to this place of like, I am so badass right now. Can I say that? Is that okay to say? Okay. I don't know. I'll have to ask my podcast team. They'll have to tell you if it's bad. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. So I was like, I am so cool right now. 
you know, hiking this trail, I was by myself, hiking solo, going the opposite direction of the, of the way that most people go, which is just like classic me. And I started thinking about like, why are there places in my life where I feel so held back, right? So scared, so timid, so shy sometimes, you know, a couple of years before I had dealt with a lot of social anxiety. And I started really thinking like, what is that? It can't just be nature being outside. Like that can't be it. That seems too much to have this like personality over here. That's so wildly different. And, you know, having just gone through certification, that was really top of mind for me. And I think that was the moment where I was like, oh, it's an adventure mindset. That's what Mm -hmm. it is. And I look at something as an adventure, I'm able to do it. I'm able to get excited about it. I'm able to release that pressure, that expectation, that fear of failure, and just enjoy it and be scared and not judge myself for being scared. I was more scared on that trip, like the first couple of days. Oh, I cried so much. Um, but I wasn't judging myself for it. I was like, oh yeah, of course you're scared. You're doing right. this very cool thing. But in other places in my life, I noticed myself really having all this judgment about being afraid or being worried or so it's like double whammy of now you're freaked out, but you're mad at yourself for being freaked out. But all of those places, I just wasn't thinking about any of it as an adventure. I was thinking about it in these very rigid, like harsh terms of you have to be this so that you can X, Y, or Z versus like, just do this thing so you can have a good time and feel more like yourself. Does that answer your question? I feel like I went on a little tangent there. No, that was great. So really at the end of the day, what led you to this particular business model was really trusting all of the different interests that you had and that they come together, you know, in an integrated sort of way. And it's almost like you were the first client that you had was like, okay, let me tap into like, what is it that I really want and what's holding me back? And you happen to have been on a on a trail at that particular point in time. And it's like, oh, you know, it all made sense to you. So that makes yeah. sense. That makes huge sense. I love that. And I love the fact that your first, your first client really was you. Because, you know, when it comes to building businesses, like a consulting business or a coaching business, a lot of my clients sit there and they worry about like, well, how do I how do I even do this where I haven't really gotten results anywhere? But it's like the whole, the only thing you need is got to have gotten results from somebody, just one person. And that one person could be you and that qualifies you. And that's totally. what you did. And I love that you did that. So let's talk a little bit more about this adventure mindset. So I want you to define for everybody who's listening, what is an adventure mindset and how is that different than let's say a growth mindset or even a learning mindset? How, what's an adventure mindset and how is it different? Um, yeah. Okay. Great question. First of all, I will say that I don't like, I came up with that term, like it's made up. I mean, it might exist, but I, for sure, it came into my brain on this trail And so there's that piece, but I define it for myself and, you know, I I let my clients define it also for themselves. Um, But I define it as looking, okay, so first I'll start with just what a mindset is, right? Your mindset is just your collection of thoughts, beliefs, opinions, perspectives about any given circumstance, whether it's you, whether it's a goal, the world, other people, 
So that's just kind of a mindset as your collection of beliefs. And then I think about an adventure mindset as looking at the world, right? Any of your circumstances through a lens of adventure, right? It's really kind of as basic as that. And the words that come to mind for me with that are curiosity, courage, confidence, um, really just being able to look at any, any goal, any part of your life through that lens of like, who might I meet? What might I learn? Um, how will this help me grow? Right. It's mm -hmm. kind of looking at those pieces of it rather than what will I prove? What will other people think of me? Um, how fast can I get there? Right. And for me, like being an adventurer, being somebody who loves being outside, it's very easy for me to think about like, okay, if I was on an adventure, what would I be thinking about? I wouldn't be thinking about like, oh man, how fast can I get this over with? Right. Because you're <laughs> deliberately going for the yeah. entire journey. If anything, you're like, how can I slow this down and savor the moment? Right. Like, how can I not rush this? How can I stop more and take in the scenery? How can I make this moment even better and more valuable? How can I, you know, engage with the people around me and find connection? And so for me, I take the things considered adventure, travel, time outside, those things. And I think about like, what would I be thinking there that would be really easy for me to grab? How can I apply those same thoughts and questions to something that's not so readily like I wouldn't necessarily immediately think of it as an adventure. Um, so that's kind of how I think about adventure mindset. I definitely hear a lot of the hero's journey and what you're talking about there is that, you know, you picture like the movies that we all love. So um, let's just say Star Wars or, you know, Harry Potter or any of them, you know, that you wouldn't want to just say, okay, well, Luke got a call to adventure to be, you know, go learn the ways of the force. And all of a sudden, like two seconds later, like, oh, and now he's there, you know, Ooh. like he went, he wouldn't have met Leia. He wouldn't have met, you know, he wouldn't have become best friends with, you know, Han Solo and the entire journey and understanding his parentage and all of that other stuff. And that's what makes a great story. But we have a hard time with that for ourselves. You know, we have a hard time accepting that our our journey, you know, everything that we're doing on this entrepreneurial journey is a journey of that kind. You know, why mm -hmm. is it that we resist the journey and we're so obsessed with the destination? Yeah, and I think that's so much mindset, right? Like, I think a couple things play into that. I think there's, um, you know, a lot of societal beliefs, a lot of cultural beliefs around what it means about you to get to a goal or to have something in your life that you didn't have before. And we really focus on that part where we don't focus as much on, on what you had to do to get there, who you had to become to get there, who you had to meet. You just don't hear aside from like the movies that we all love. There's not actually a lot of focus in that on that in our regular lives. You look at like education and there's not a whole lot of at least for me, right? Like I haven't been in school in a while, but I think back to my school years and there really wasn't a whole lot of emphasis on the process of learning as much as like, okay, but it's all to get the grade, right? Like the report card is coming and you better work. So you get that A on the report card. And I don't think anybody really realized that's what they were teaching, 
but that's totally what I got out of it. It's like, it does not matter. Like you do not want to take your time learning math and see how you grow and who you become through that process. You want to figure this out as fast as possible so you can get the A so you can go to recess and like get your allowance and buy the next Barbie. I wonder if it's like changed over the years. Cause I see it differently with my kids than when I was little, like I was in this little club called young scholars, you know, where the, you know, where the nerdy kids like me would all get together and we would spend like an entire, an entire um, class period, just doing like um, puzzles and mind games and creative exercises and all kinds of things like that. And I think with the social media, AI, all the expectations of instant gratification, like I should leave my business. Like this is what a lot of my clients think is I should leave my corporate job where I was making this amount of money and I should instantly walk into my business, make the same exact amount of money without a lot of effort. I should just like walk in here, but we don't necessarily see that journey. And I think that even though society has changed, I think as human beings, we can only grow as so fast as we can grow. We can only achieve as fast as we can go. And I believe this is one of my mantras is go slow to go fast. Is mm -hmm. that you're not going, the, the more you do that, not only will you not get to the goal, but you'll hate it along the way. And I think it actually makes your mindset even worse because then you go to what you were talking about with the judgment, you know, like I, why am I not achieving more? You know, why am I not doing more? So speak to about this adventure mindset, talk to, I would love for you to talk to different people at different stages, you know, somebody between like where you were between, this is a career that has brought me a lot of money. I have a lot of accolades. I'm successful. And I want to go to my dream business in my dream career. How can talk about what does an adventure mindset look like there? And then I'm going to ask you about a different stage. So just start okay. right there. Tell me about how you could, would work with somebody through their mindset and turn it into an adventure mindset. Yeah. So I think, so I think of three different aspects first is like the mindset you have around yourself, the mindset you have around the journey and the mindset you have around the destination, right? So first you want to get really clear on what are my beliefs about myself? What mm -hmm. do I think I'm capable of? What do I think I've been capable of, right? So many of us rely on our past to predict our future. And so getting really clear on like, just what is it that you believe about yourself? When I ask you, okay, you want to have this, you know, career pivot. Let's start with what's possible for you, what you believe is possible for you. So starting with that, that piece of just what do you believe about yourself? And I ask a million questions to uncover that. And then maybe not a million, but a lot. And then there's the piece of the journey, right? Like asking people like, okay, so how do you think this is going to go? What comes to mind when you think about taking those first steps? What comes to mind when you think about the obstacles that you might face? And that is, you know, thinking about the journey that can be pretty telling in how this is going to go for you. If you're thinking this is going to be so hard, I am going to have to hire somebody to help me rewrite my resume. And I'm going to have to hire somebody to do this and do that and do this. Like those are your collection of beliefs about the journey. And if you pay attention and hear yourself making it really hard, it's probably going to be really hard and it's either going to hold you back or it's going to have you trying to skip that part as fast as possible to get to the end. And then that's the third piece, right? Is how are you interpreting the destination. Um, and that's where I think you'll hear a lot of people who, who kind of just struggle with goal setting in general, 
they have this idea of like about themselves, I can't do it about the journey. It'll be too hard. And about the destination, that's the only place I'm going to be able to feel happy, worthy, successful. And so when you slow down to look at what's your mindset around each piece, and you may have, like, it's not always super negative, right? People will have, um, maybe a more positive mindset about themselves, but they're going to think the journey is going to be really hard and that the destination is where they will find like this, you know, hundred percent happiness. I will, I will never have a problem. As soon as I find my dream job, that's when it's like, Oh, you're really, this is going to be tough. And so that adventure mindset comes in with each of those pieces and says, like, think about this as an adventure. What would you need to be thinking about yourself, right? Like you don't have to think, oh, I have it all figured out, but you can think I have the tools and resources to figure this out, right? right? That's how you would look at yourself with an adventure mindset. It's like, I know who to ask, or I can find out who to ask. Yeah. So let's say like even applying it, like I, um, I discovered you because I want to learn how to hike here in Colorado and you have these wild woman coaching trail magic hikes and I'm like, I want to go. So even using that as a metaphor is I could say, all right, I want to be able to go on interesting hikes with different people. So that's like my goal, my destination, but it's not like I'm just going to get there right away. I have to also be looking at well, if you're going to give me a list of things that I need to get from the REI store to in order to equip myself, I can learn from you. I can be in community. And then there's that other part where I could trust myself, but it seems like this other expectation is to not judge myself for not knowing how to do it, but enjoy learning, enjoy the process of how I'm going to get stronger and how is it going to feel and what it's going to be like to meet a challenge, be afraid and be able to push past it. So it seems like from a metaphor standpoint, you know, you could take that whole idea and just apply it like right here to say, well, just consider it as if you were going on a really cool hike that had wonderful scenery and things to look at. And if you were so focused on the destination, you'd miss it all. And you'd miss yeah. those serendipitous moments. Like, I love what you said is like earlier, like, who am I going to meet along the way? You know, mm -hmm. like that's one of the things I love now with my business being global is I have no idea who I'm going to meet every single day. You know, I have no idea what they're going to ask me, but that's where the fun is. But it cool. wasn't like right away. I felt like, oh my God, everything's so, you know, but if I can continue to have that mindset, let's talk about an adventure mindset to not just that brand newbie, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of clients that I work with They're They're sort of in like, I sort of started my business and it's not really working and now I feel like even more stuck because I tried some things and it failed. Mm -hmm. And now it's time for me to really invest properly in my business. Like how would you help them flip the script on their mindset there to say, even that's a mindset, even that can be an adventure mindset because you tried some things and it didn't work. So without you feeling shame and embarrassed, let's just, you know, like make it still fun. How would you talk to that person? Yeah. I mean, I think it's really similar, right? Is what are you making it mean about you? that you've tried things that haven't worked, right? And it's flipping that script. It's like, probably that person is thinking something along the lines of, well, I'm a failure. I can't figure this out. I did it wrong, right? It's all I, 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 and these pretty limiting, I mean, I hate using the term limiting beliefs because I think it doesn't, a lot of people don't know what that 
really means, but that is it, right? It's like, I don't know how, and how would we flip that? And this is where I really love, I think everybody has a piece of adventure in their lives. It may not be outdoor adventure. It could be travel. You might be on a, you know, roller skating league and that feels super adventurous to you like whatever piece of your life is an adventure, we can look at that and say, okay, what is it you think over here when you run into a quote unquote, you know, obstacle or failure, or you try something it does and it doesn't work. How do you handle that? I like, oh, well, I think about it. Like I just haven't learned yet, or I need to talk to more people, or I can go back and, you know, X, Y, or Z. I think there's a lot of mindset. Like nobody doesn't have part of an adventure mindset. I really believe that we all have it. We just need to figure out how to access it from one area and apply it to another, which is what I'm here for. I'm like the little trail guide for like, okay, you think this over here, how can the same apply over there? And so I think, yeah, if you had somebody coming to you saying, I tried, you know, I applied for 10 jobs. So I made some progress, but I got rejected for all of those jobs. That must mean I'm not qualified, like an adventure mindset would say, just what else could that mean? Does that just mean that you, I mean, that would be like going out on a trail and without a, a jacket in the middle of winter and saying like, I froze my butt off. I must not be a good hiker. Yeah. <laughs> and do we want to pop and say, well, hold on. Maybe you just didn't have a jacket. Right. Like, how could you solve for this? You could go to REI and say, hey, I just went for a hike yesterday and it was a disaster. I froze my butt off. Can you help me find a coat? And they're like, yep, totally. What's your budget? Here's 10 options. Even like when you do stuff for your business, like I, when I was first trying to figure out how to use webinars to attract clients, like, you know, my first self of them, like, well, that was a bust, you know, like, but now I discovered like several ways that it doesn't work. And I, I have a, I have a podcast episode I want to do about like all of my, all of the mistakes I've made that I would love to save people from, but I have to say that every one of my mistakes, like I wouldn't have the business I have right now, if it wasn't for all the mistakes I made, because I had to learn new skills that I didn't expect to learn. And that's why I have it. So there's some of it is like, well, I really can't tell you all the mistakes to not make, because then there's a million things that didn't work that I learned that didn't work. Like one of the big things that I really push people on is start the right business. Because unlike you, I didn't trust myself at the beginning because I had the golden handcuffs to my consulting business. And it took me forever to let that go. So I really push people, but I'm like, well, if I would go back in time, would have I started the right business the first time? Because if I did, I wouldn't have the insight I have now. So that's where there's some of it is like everything serves if you're really flexible on the outcome, but more on like, well, who am I going to be on this journey? And what kind of person do I want to become? Like setting the intention for that. I don't know if yeah. that, do you agree with that? Yeah, a thousand percent. What just came to mind for me, I, I always joke with people that I set up my business as a reflection of my through hike of the Colorado Trail. I can think of every single concept that I teach my clients and relate it back to an experience I had, right? Just in like conceptual levels. And so um, one of the experiences I had, it was like probably my third to last day and I was over it, right? I was done. I wanted a shower. My feet hurt. I was sick of sleeping on the ground. Like I'm just done. And I posted something. I had a little blip with service and I posted something on Instagram about just being ready to come home. 
And somebody said to me, um, you know, just, just you wait, like you'll miss it as soon as you're home. So enjoy it now. And I got a little like annoyed by it. I was like, no, I want to go home. And I realized that the only way for me to access that, like, I wish I was back here is for me to be at home. Like I can't access that right now, that uh, like full appreciation. I can appreciate the moment, but I'm never going to be able to get to where she was until I got there for myself, if that makes sense. And so same, same idea. I think skipping over, like trying to skip too many mistakes or just experiences in general, especially some of the more uncomfortable ones. I think you actually do yourself a disservice because then, yeah, like you have to have the whole journey. You can't just get to the end. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to do a rapid fire with you. I'm going to give you like, I'm going to give you a, a, a consist, a statement that I hear a lot of my clients make and I want you to flip the script on it with an inventor mindset. Okay. How will, okay. So ready, go. How am I ever going to replace my income with revenue from my business? And what if nobody ever hires me? What if I'm never going to find enough clients that will ever pay me what I'm worth or at least what I'm making now? Ooh, okay. So I would, I would, I mean, I would say just like slow down. Like you're really trying to skip to the end there and say like, Again, if I equate it to a a long hike, it's like you're trying to see the whole path from the trailhead, Mm. right? You're trying to see every single flower and water crossing and, you know, bridge from the parking lot before you even step foot on the journey. Like, do you just notice that? Um, And then, yeah, trying to access some idea of like, how could you be excited for what you don't know yet? And what might you miss if you try to get it all figured out from the trailhead? You're probably never going to leave. Excellent. Okay. How about this one? <laughs> I help I help businesses. I've been a leader. I should already know how to launch my own business and market myself. I should already know this. Now I feel shame. Yeah. Of course you feel shame, right? You're telling yourself, I should already know this. First of all, let's just recognize that that's where the shame is coming from, is this belief that you should already know this. I mean, I have more questions than answers here. It's like, why should you already know this? Why don't you, why, what's coming up for you that's getting in the way of accepting that you don't already know this? And if you were to accept that you don't already notice or know this, then what might you do? Mm. And if you start from where you are versus where you want to be, if it's like, again, if we use it as a trail metaphor, like you're trying to start from the summit, like I should already be there. You're not though. Yeah. And you don't already know how to climb because you've never done it before. Just because you know how to walk on regular ground or even just like walk around your neighborhood does not know that you have all the skills to climb a mountain. Yeah. They're not, they look alike, but they're not the same. Yeah. Okay. Like a perfect example of arguing with reality, right? It's like you are trying to say you're at the summit, you're in the parking lot. If you accept that you're in the parking lot, then what? Mm, That's good. Okay. Um, if I, if I, um, if I get out there and market myself, I show up online, social media, what have you, I'm just going to look like I'm desperate and I'm begging for an audience. 
And that makes me feel uncomfortable because that's not in alignment with my values. Yeah. Okay. First of all, of course, it makes you feel uncomfortable because you're thinking this is how other people are going to perceive me in a negative way, right? If we just kind of hold those two pieces, if this is what you're telling yourself, of course, you're going to feel uncomfortable. I wonder, so the first thing that comes to mind actually for me is what if you decide that like, you're going to feel uncomfortable either way. If we just accept the discomfort, what might be a different story you'd want to tell that still accounts for that discomfort? If we weren't trying to get away from the discomfort, if we really wanted to embrace it, then how might you look at that situation differently? It's almost like there's this tension that you have to have, but it seems like for the adventure mindset is the already and not yet. You know, the already is, is I'm becoming a hiker. I'm doing what I need to do. The not yet is I haven't achieved the summit yet, but the mm -hmm. already is, is I'm working. I'm a beginner hiker. That is what the already is. I'm a beginning entrepreneur. Or I am an entrepreneur. It may not be, you know, an eight figure entrepreneur, or seven figure, even a six figure entrepreneur, but I'm an entrepreneur and just accepting the not yet and being excited for well how am I what am I going to discover on the way to the the summit if you will totally to me it boils down so much to this like piece of self-trust like if I can be okay with me if I can trust me if I can appreciate me then I'm not coming from this desperate gotta get there place right like I think that's where that goal setting messes up, messes people up is thinking that there's a different version of you that once you get to the end point, that's where you meet her. Like, no, you meet her along the way. And so building that self-trust that, you know, again, I'm going to equate it to the Colorado trail. I had a lot of, of experiences with thunderstorms out there. And there was that aspect of like, okay, I could try to predict a thunderstorm three days in advance and figure out what I'm going to do and have a plan and all of this, or I can trust that I will know what to do. Yeah. Right. You'll and figure it out. Totally. And part of it comes from learning, right. It's like, you have to believe about yourself that you are able to learn these things and then do the research and all of that. But for me, it really was like, okay, I, at this point, I've learned enough that I need to trust myself that I will know what to do here if this arises, instead of having to predict the weather a week in advance and make sure I'm in the right place for it, because that's never going to happen. So I think you're right. I think holding both, it's like self-trust so that the unknown can be exciting and not something that just like completely throws you off. And I think it's also the whole idea. It's like, I'm okay that I'm in the parking lot. You know, like I could, I could sit there and say, well, gee, you know, I know how to walk. I want to go and, you know, start climbing more in Colorado here, you know, or I could say, you know what, I'll, here's what I can do. I can talk to someone like you. I can get my list of things that I need to get done. I can meet you and your group at the parking lot and I could start there. I don't have to be, I don't, if I act like I'm a summit person, and then I feel shame. And I, it sounds like a lot of the stuff that we have is it's not what other people are telling us. It's what we're telling ourselves and that we're, we're projecting on what other people are telling us rather than you would say, it's totally fine that you don't know how to do it. I got you. Well, it's, you know, just join and we're going to do the moderate hikes and it is what it is. So totally. 
Yeah, I think a hundred percent. I talk to people about this all the time when people are like, oh, I, you know, people are going to think this about me or say this about me. I'm like, hold on. You're, you're actually probably the one thinking that and saying that about yourself. You're just like, yeah, like you said, projecting it onto other people or trying to see yourself through their eyes. Those are really your eyes that you're looking through, right? Like you're telling yourself all this stuff that, that probably nobody else would ever say. So tell me a little bit about what you do with your clients. So I know a big bulk of your mindset, adventure mindset coaching comes from going on these trails in Colorado. You know, what, what is it about? Tell us a little bit about your program and your membership and the hikes that people can go on. And why is the hikes a really great opportunity to shift your mindset? Yeah. Okay. So I offer a one-on-one program where I work with my clients one-on-one virtually over Zoom over 12 weeks. And I set up my program just like an adventure, right? We have pieces around like know before you go and you are here and navigating challenges and blazing the trail, right? I have every section kind of named after that. And it sounds, you know, it can sound kind of cheesy, but in my mind, it helps you remember like, that's what we're doing here. We're not racing to the finish line. We are navigating challenges and enjoying the adventure and appreciating the view. Um, And so I work with clients, you know, in that space on on any goal they set for themselves, which is part of the process, right? Like even if a client comes to me with a goal, whether it's a career shift or, um, you know, I have a lot of clients, I, I work with a lot of women and a lot of them are looking to start dating or, you know, change a relationship and, um, they, they put so much pressure on themselves to get it just right. And to have the outcome that they make it miserable. And so it's such a great opportunity to say like, how can we make this an adventure? And so part of our process is slowing down and setting a goal based on your values, based on the vision, you know, of your future self that you want to create instead of just pulling a goal out of thin air. So that is part of the process is setting the goal and then planning for it, making it an adventure um, and doing that along the way. And then the community piece. So, you know, this was my intention when I started is to work with women one-on-one, but I kind of started realizing like, I want us to be able to talk, right? I don't want it to be this like me and you, and then you go out and report back to me. Like how great would it be if we all had other people on their own paths, but sharing, because I do think that we all have these same qualities on an adventure. They just show up differently. Your obstacle might be different from mine, but the adventure mindset could be really similar. Um, And so I really wanted to incorporate a community piece. And on top of that, I thought it would be really valuable. You know, I live in Colorado. There's so much hiking here. I'm constantly using these trail metaphors how fun would it be to offer a hiking group where we can go out into nature and experience, you know, these obstacles, these celebratory moments, like all of the things I teach in real life. I always think about it as like living in the metaphor. And so, you know, on each hike, I'll, I'll open with something different, but sometimes it is like, okay, we're literally standing in a parking lot right now. Let's think about this. What other places in your life are you also standing in a parking lot? Mm. And the mindset you have there versus the mindset you have here. You know, I'll ask people like, what are you thinking right now about this hike in front of you? And it's almost always like 
excited, maybe a little bit of nervousness, right? Which is totally normal. Somebody will have like, oh, I'm not sure I can do it. Or like, what if it's too hard? And then we address that. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of bringing that metaphor to life, um, which is so, it's just so fun. It's so fun to see it click for, for people. And on top of that, as we're hiking, you know, those conversations take twists and turns and people connect and get to know each other, but it's really from this foundation of that adventure mindset versus a women's group. That's all about just like kind of gossipy or complaining, um, complaining. Yeah. yeah. It can happen. Right. I spend a lot of time in the, the hair industry where that can, can be what you do. It's just like resort to complaining or, um, you know, any of those things. And I, I find that we all tend to, when we start with this, this mindset right up front, it plants the seed for all of us to have these really growth minded, um, exploratory conversations with a ton of fun, right? There's plenty of laughing and joking around. It's not this super serious, uh, you know, you're only allowed to talk about growth. Um, but it's just, I don't know, I, I find it and I think the women that join me find it to be very meaningful and connective conversation that also they can bring to their off-trail lives and actually, you know, improve parts of their lives that they want to improve. And where can people find out more about your programs? I have everything on my website, which is wildwoman-coaching.com. Um, so you can find trail magic hikes on there, which you don't have to be part of the membership to join. You can drop in at any time. Um, I really want that to be just like an accessible place for women to, you know, come hang out, learn how to hike, enjoy hiking, build a community. We also, as part of the community membership, do a twice a month accountability call where, you know, those of those of you that are working on something specific in your life can come get a little bit of support, get a little bit of guidance, camaraderie, ideas, all of that. Um, and then of course I offer my one-on-one coaching program for somebody who's looking for a very specific goal and process to enjoy that goal. Awesome. So is there anything else that you want to tell me about an adventure mindset or entrepreneurship? And I'm just not asking you the right question. Um, I don't, I don't think so. I think probably the last thing I'll say is, you know, you mentioned being a process of my, or a product of my product, right? Like I was my first client and that's so true on the Colorado trail. And it was true again, when I built my business, right? Like I noticed myself building my business, having a lot of those fear of failure thoughts and what if it doesn't work thoughts. And I applied that to myself and continue to every time I get stuck on something, I'm like, okay, what if you were seeing this as an adventure, then what would you do differently? And it really helps me get into that, like exploration, experimentation, fun. What could I learn? How could I grow mindset versus I have to get it right. Otherwise I'm going to look like an idiot and be a complete failure. So I will just, I don't know, throw it out there that I think I, from my experience, it works really well with goals that you wouldn't necessarily think of as an adventure, like entrepreneurship. 
So you know what I love what you say, and my take on all the things that you were saying and how I would apply it to consulting and coaching business owners and the comparison to the heroic journey is um, every hero goes on the journey, not necessarily for themselves, but they always go back with this elixir that they could help others. And so if you are mindful of your journey, just like you were around like, okay, how do I apply this to myself? You know, now you have some sort of elixir that now you're using to help other people you know, in a deeper, stronger, more powerful way, in a similar, you know, if you're listening in and you're consulting, consulting or coaching business owner, and you're trying to, you know, work through a lot of fear, a lot of struggles, like those situations come up for you on purpose. Like the universe, I believe is giving you those obstacles so that you can get some lessons that are going to help other people. And I think that's where the journey circle kind of completes itself is that you're on this journey. And it's not just hitting the summit. So you could say, oh, I'm here. It's to say, this is how I got here. Now, if you want to follow me, this is how I'm going to get you there. And so that's where the no judgment comes into play because you have to know everything that shows up, all the obstacles are about you, but it's not for you. It's for yeah. the people later on. So I really yeah. love that. I definitely, I'm, I'm so grateful to have you on the show. I urge everybody listening to check out Laura's programs. And if you're in the Denver area and you want a hiking buddy with someone who's not the most seasoned one like me, um, please let me know because I'm definitely going to be joining Laura on one of her trail magic hikes very, very soon. And if you need any guidance on building your brand or clarifying your messages, please let me know. I'm here to help you. And I've got a lot more amazing people like Laura scheduled to be on the show. So please be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you don't miss out on any episode. And until next time, really, thank you so much for listening. And remember to be you and all you do because you are enough already. Thank you, Laura, for being on the show. Thank you so much. This is so fun. It was a blast. And I can't wait to see you on the Colorado's Front Range. And maybe I'll go on the Colorado Trail. Probably not. But that does sound fun to me, too. So wait, that was a mindset issue. I got to have an adventure mindset. Maybe. There maybe that go. will be in store. I, there you go. I applied totally. it. So. I will say you can do a day hike on the Colorado Trail. You do not have to do the whole thing to do a piece of it. Sounds good. I'll join you there. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for tuning in. If today's episode lit a fire in you, please rate and review Enough Already on Apple Podcasts or subscribe wherever you listen. And if you're looking for your next step, visit me on my website at BetsyJordan.com and it's Betsy Jordan with a Y and you'll learn all about our end-to-end services that are custom designed to accelerate your success. Don't wait, start today.